Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today is our first workday of 2022, and we are diving headfirst into New Year, new movies. Whoa. I would like to state for the record yes, yes. that Wendy was the one who made the announcement that we would be continuing with Hallmark in 2022, <laughs> so I claim I cannot be called for it, coercing it's not her. your fault anymore it's not. it never was your fault actually because i think it from it the, was your idea from, from go the beginning. yeah well it's funny you bring that up because i have a friend who was asking what i was doing today i was like well i'm recording podcast i gotta do a hallmark she, oh she goes hallmark still and i was like yeah there's people who listen to them <laughs> And she's like, like how many? And I was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, I was like, seriously? Shots fired. Don't ask. And I can't remember what I said, but I was like, it's a lot. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> thank you, listeners. It's a lot. <laughs> but I was like, don't shame me. People find this entertaining. Just because you don't like Hallmark movies, there are people who do. Yes. And people want to hear what we think about them. So, look, the podcast is an opt-in experience. Right. Nobody's holding you down and forcing you to listen. I know. I was just Not like... Not everything is for everyone. And that is okay. Okay, I have a proposal. Oh. I want to potentially change our rating system. Oh. Oh, you made a face like you were I worried. Nervous. Why did you Talk get nervous? Okay. All last year, we've always ranked our movies on a four-star system. Yeah. Why we ch- why I chose four stars, I don't know. <laughs> because I think it makes more sense for a five-star system in my brain because it's A, B, C, D, and F, right? Okay. Those are five letters. And the four gets kind of like, Ugh. So I'm proposing a five-star. Okay. A five-star rating. Are you okay with that? I'm into it. Okay. All right. I like that. Is there anything else? We have a Patreon tier that is just for our Hallmark listeners. And, you know, during the holidays, that was very specifically extra holiday movies because there were more movies than we could ever possibly review. And if you're thinking, but there's only one movie a week now, what will you do? We have a plan. We have a plan. And it's very on brand for our habit of objectifying the men of Hallmark. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it at that. And as those episodes drop, we will let you know. But if you want to get in on that, the second they are available, I would just like to say as a teaser for January, Tyler freaking Hines. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Christmas, we I don't think we can move forward New Year, new movies without just a quick Christmas countdown to Christmas holiday wrap up. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I want to know your top three movies. I knew you were going to ask. Top three. Yeah. I got to look. They've bumped countdown to Christmas off of the main page of the app. Do they have Love You Wary on there already? (laughs) That's a fail. You think New Year, New Movies is bad. Love You Wary. Yeah. What was it last year? It was, I don't, it was not Love You Wary though. No. Okay. I did not watch every movie this year. Uh-huh. Wow, I'm actually kind of surprised to hear that. Top three, I'm going to say in no particular order. Do they have to be in order? No. An Unexpected Christmas. Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. Christmas sale. Mm-hmm. And now this is tough for me. 
I agree. Can I have a three-way tie for third? Yes. And it might be the same. Okay. I'm curious to see if it's the same as mine because those two movies that you just mentioned are in my top three as well. And I kind of have a three-way, is it a three-way tie? Maybe a two-way tie. Maybe this is a top five. I'm just going to call it a top five. Okay. Top five, top five. (laughs) Uh, Christmas House 2. Oh, I didn't see it. Was it great? It was great. Oh, good. And the two sister swap movies. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I didn't really like the second sister swap movie. That's why it doesn't make my top five. Yeah. I think I have a top four. Okay. Christmas sale. No order. Because honestly, the Tyler Hines movie blew every movie out of the water for me. It was good from top to bottom. Funny. Great story. Writing was great. I loved it. Christmas sale. What's the Tyler Hines movie called? An Unexpected Christmas. Yes. An Unexpected Christmas. The first sister swap Yes. And the Santa Stakeout. That's great. I'm scrolling through. I also really love Next Stop Christmas, even though. Oh, so did I. Even though, as I said in that podcast episode, the last 10 minutes blew the entire movie for me. I did think that was enjoyable for an hour and 23 minutes. Yeah, I didn't hate that movie at all. No, it was fun. I just have a note here. Mm. When we first reviewed the Santa Stakeout. Yeah. You asked if Paul Campbell was a wowie zowie. I know where you're going. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, no, he doesn't really do it for me. He's come a long way for me. The fact that he wrote An Unexpected Christmas makes me tingle in ways. And and his his Twitter and his stance against GAC family really... He's got some zingers on Twitter. Yes. I agree. Yeah, he's grown on me a lot. Now, I enjoyed him in the Santa Stakeout, but knowing him outside of that movie has also made my esteem for him grow. Will Paul Campbell show up on one of our Patreon months? Oh, is he on our shirt? He's not on our shirt. Oh, man. I know. Do you know what we're talking about, friends? We have a Dudes of Hallmark shirt. Check it out. Link in show notes. I kind of feel like we might need, like, several versions of that shirt, so... Everybody gets their, like, exact combination of dude that they want on their shirt. Awesome. Why don't we jump right in with a synopsis of this movie, which was called Where Your Heart Belongs. Stars Jen Lilly and Christopher Russell. If you can't tell, I'm killing time while Wendy pulls up a synopsis. Hold on. So Where Your Heart Belongs is about... When a New York marketing executive returns home to help her best friend's wedding, she learns the hard way that love and support of family and friends means more than she'd ever imagine. Starring Jen Lilly and Christopher Russell. This movie was supposed to originally premiere on January 15th. And Hallmark did a whole little switcheroo. I don't know when they did it. But they swapped the perfect pairing. With Nanzine, Nazneen, Nazneen contractor. contractor, and Brendan Elliott with this movie. And this is why I think why. Yeah. Now, I have no inside information. I am not Sleepy Kitty Paw. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that they needed like the Jen Lily name to like bring the viewers in for the new year, new movies. I think that it's interesting that you think there was that much thought. I think (laughs) Perfect Pairing wasn't ready. Oh. That's my guess. Perhaps. That's my guess. 
I mean, maybe. But because they knew Jen Lilly was later in the... It's not like they didn't know we had they had a Jen Lilly movie when they created the lineup. True. That's fair. But I'm just wondering if, like, me... They want to start strong. Well, yeah. They're like, we're going to put a big name on the, up top here. Plus, their countdown to Christmas movies ended how many weeks ago yeah so they got to bring in that countdown to christmas audience and they want a familiar face yeah because mm. i bet their viewership trickled off towards the end there you know the end of december so for sure like well let's just because they were just re-showing old countdown to christmas yeah movies. exactly yeah. now so you know they feel like gin lily is the gal that would bring the viewers well this movie was not only originally supposed to air on a different date, it was originally titled something different, and the title was Love is Trending. Do you have thoughts on that original title? I think they should have kept it. As do I. They said it like 14 times at the end of the movie. Yeah. I don't know if you've realized that. I didn't realize that. Her uh, assistant was like, at the wedding, Love is Trending. Oh, and he was like, yeah. So I was like, ooh, they changed the name after, obviously. Where Your Heart Belongs I don't even know what that means. It's so generic and it could be used for so many of these movies where they come home and they move, you know, they go back home, they move. There's so many movies where they are changing location for their love interest that I just think love is trending made a lot of sense with the premise of this movie. Yeah. It's certainly more interesting. It makes me want to watch it more than where the heart belongs. Where the heart belongs feels like when where calls the heart. Where your heart belongs. Okay. Feels like when calls the heart. Yeah, totally. That's why I can't. I, what's that Celine Dion song called? Well, I'm completely blank right now. Brain games, brain games. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to Tuesday's episode. Your heart will go on. I believe yeah. is the song. And, yeah. Oh, by the way, it didn't come up. It just came to me as I was typing in Celine. It did not come up. I do think Love is Trending is a better title. It is more memorable and it is more fun. I agree. It like gives me that like young, youthful fun. However, however, is that their demo? It's not. You know, so grandma who knits while she watches Hallmark movies, does she want to watch Love is Trending or does she want to watch, have to scroll up, Where Your Heart Belongs? Uh, I mean, yeah, I hear your point. It's a good point. I'd love to know the focus groups happening behind the scenes at Hallmark. I know. Please hire us. Uh, we're not. I mean, I want to be a fly on the wall when these yeah, like conversations be in the room. Yeah, totally. According to heavy.com, this movie was filmed in January 2021. Yep. I saw that too, but that was also confirmed by Jen Lilly herself. Oh, was it? Yes, because someone commented on an Instagram photo and they said, oh, this must have been a while ago because you weren't showing. And she said, yes, January. Yeah, because she's currently pregnant right now, yes. right? Do you think they shelved this movie? I don't know what goes into the decision-making. If it was filmed in January or February, it could have been a February movie. It could have been a spring movie. Yeah, because there was no snow in it, right? No, it wasn't winter at all. Yeah. Other than the fact that I do believe maybe you tap maple syrup in the winter months. Oh, I guess... Um... Interesting information on that okay. as well. <laughs> of course, this was filmed in British Columbia. And one of my favorite things as I was looking for information about this movie are all the reviews that are like, ha these dummies can't even find a maple tree to use. They're like, they're tapping an oak tree. They're tapping a cedar tree. Which yeah. Is hilarious. Okay. So let me ask you about that. I looked on IMDb as well. And it, the reviews are not great on IMDb. Yeah. There were a whole bunch of them and they were real bad. Yeah. 
And a lot of them said like, that's a cedar tree. That's an oak tree. That I was like, well, what kind of tree is it actually? It was definitely not a maple tree, but like, what kind of tree was it? I, I'm not a tree person. I don't know. I did think it was really funny. At one time they're like, there's like moss on the trees. And I was like, hmm, that seems weird. Like that doesn't seem like the right kind of tree, but I don't know anything about trees. Well, and shouldn't there be snow on the ground in these winter months when they're tapping? But they never really said what month it was, I know, right? but I do think you tap trees in the winter. Do you? I believe so. Maple experts, please email us at meganandwindy at gmail.com. Totally made that up. I have like a real deep memory that I'm pulling up that I've read something. Mm. Anyway. This movie also stars Christopher Russell, who was in a bottom five movie of 2021 for me, which is Chasing Waterfalls, although I quite enjoyed him in this, actually. Me too. Um, He was also in Unreal, and it's funny because we've talked about some of the shows that get a lot of these Hallmark actors. Once Upon a Time is one of them. Unreal Mm -hmm. is another. It is. Unreal, we've had quite the parade of... Brennan Elliott has been in Unreal. Tyler Hines has been in Unreal. And I wonder if it's just because they kind of need a never-ending stream of dudes for that show that they just... Hot dudes. Yeah. Maybe. Who are available for an episode or two. Because they don't play major recurring roles. Mm-mm. But, I, you know, I did look up Tyler Hines on... And he it was like five episodes. Mm. So I don't... But I watched that show and I don't remember him. No, so I he didn't could finish just, it, but I've seen several seasons. Yeah. Let's talk first impressions. Mac might be the most unlikable character in the history of Girls Gone Hallmark and easily wins the Worst Friend Ever Award. I wrote, wow, nobody got time for a self-absorbed friend like Mac. Get the fuck out. <laughs> she was an awful human being, was Truly she not? terrible. Like, I, if I was Start Jen to- Lilly, I would be like, I don't want to play that character. Like, she's a bitch. Yeah. She's super self-absorbed. She's the worst. The worst. You're the worst. <laughs> You know that gif? <laughs> Why would she take this movie? Does this feel like a challenge compared to the sweethearts she typically plays? Well, this is my thought. One of the very first Hallmark movies I watched and loved is called The Spirit of Christmas. I have not watched it in several years. I have not watched it since we started Girls Gone Hallmark. So I've never watched it with that critical eye. It stars Jen Lilly, and uh-huh. it's a very memorable one. Like, people who have never seen any Hallmark movie have seen The Spirit of Christmas, and they think they know what a Hallmark movie is about. It's unfair, because The Spirit of Christmas is about a woman who falls in love with a ghost who then makes the decision to stay alive and be with her. It doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but we know that's not really a like, requirement for Hallmark movies. But my question is, I wonder if I should re-watch that and see, because I think Jen Lilly plays unlikable characters. Do you recall her in last year's January movie, In the Snow, where she was all washed out? She I, was wretched. She was wretched and mingle all the way, too. I don't remember the character she played in that movie. That was the first Jen Lilly movie I had ever seen. And I remember I was super critical of her, like, really yellow blonde hair. And her, she was, like, so washed out. Yes. Right. And that was a terrible movie. Bad. To boot. But mingle all the way was awful, too. What I'm saying is I think she plays unlikable characters. Okay. I was just going to say, I don't think she's a great actress. Look, and I said it before, when we reviewed Mingle All the Way, which ran the last <sighs> weeks of Christmas. <sighs> she, oh, I didn't notice that in I this movie. I didn't either. I looked for it. I did, maybe she, that was a character choice for her. When do you think she's, she's, she's a, sigh, a sighing actor? Yeah. I just don't think she's that great of an actress. Well, can we talk about what we liked? Okay. Because my first point 
is, as much as I disliked Jen Lilly's character in this movie, I liked her. I found her enjoyable to watch and charming on screen as long as I didn't really pay attention to what she was doing or saying. <laughs> does that make sense? It does not, but neither does the plot of this movie. Okay. Let me let me dig into this here. She's very pretty to look at. Yes. She's got these adorable dimples here. She's got these big, like, anime eyes. Like, yes. you know, she's... Super cute, and I could feel like maybe women like watching her because she feels aspirational in terms sure. of you know, whatever. So I get that. Now, what about the movie? It didn't storyline didn't make sense to you. We'll get into it. There was a very there's a big piece of the movie that doesn't make sense. Okay, all right, okay. Speaking of editing our shirts, we're gonna need one that says Christopher on it. He's a wowie zowie. You know, okay, so I hated that movie he was in. Hated Chasing Water. I oh, hated it so much. Me too. It was like definitely one of the worst. But maybe it was Cindy Busby that made me hate that movie. I don't remember him being like like a wowie zowie right. for me, right? But in this movie, I was like, why did I shit on you so hard? Because like you're super likable. And easy on the eyes. And then he had this character that's like so giving and caring of this Max dad. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, weak in the knees for like yeah. a man who's like that. Yeah. No, he's got to be on our shirt somewhere. Yeah, I hear you. He does need to be on. The our shirt. shirt's just going to be like 12 point <laughs> font. <laughs> I have to get really close. <laughs> and it's it's so funny because it's like every boy's name. It's like Christopher, Tyler, Benjamin. Yeah, it could be like any <laughs> rando dude's guy. Like, like, what the heck? I enjoyed the actress Jill Morrison as best friend Olivia. Liked her too. Yeah. I didn't know her name. I thank you for doing the legwork on that. You're welcome. I thought she has several funny lines. Yeah. I liked her a lot too. She did a good job carrying this and putting Mac in her place. And her like, hello, look at me. Like, mm -hmm. let's have an actual conversation. Mm -hmm. I liked her. Let me just stop you there. That whole scene where she's like, look, I found my grandmother's compact. And then Mac breaks it. I was like, I, I wait. <gasps> <laughs> and like the, the actress, I, what's her friend's name in the movie? Olivia. Do you know? She just leaves it there and shuts the door. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> no. Only the glass is broken. Like, pick it back up. I carry know. the compact. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I did like her. Okay. So this might be kind of weird, but I didn't hate the angle in this movie. Hear me out. Traditional marketing being edged out by influencers, right? Yeah. Do we only understand this because we are been in this space for a long time? Does the general public not really fully understand like the power of the influencer and how it's taking over the world? Possibly. Okay. I would like to speak to that one. Okay. I do think they're like making the big bad influencer role here mm -hmm. they're like she has no talent she's inauthentic which is what she says in the beginning like don't they want authenticity mm -hmm. and then i did think it was funny because they were like she's the face of this brand and then this brand and then this brand i was like okay we get it but <laughs> here's where it doesn't hold up for me and this is in my wish but we're talking about it now what is her job she's a marketer why is her decorating a wedding beneficial to her job as a marketer <laughs> oh, no. look at those floral arrangements sure you could sell my vodka brand it doesn't make any sense yeah, no. there's nothing about like she's not an event planner right why didn't they just make her an event a celebrity event planner 
I mean, other than the fact that somebody wanted to get in the dig at influencers, this writer is like, I hate influencers. Mm. You guys are inauthentic. You'll sell out to the highest bidder, and plenty of them will. That didn't make sense. Like, oh, we're going to get this celebrity DJ, and that's somehow going to up your marketing game. Oh, you're doing this big fancy wedding, and now people are going to buy you as a marketer. They don't. Those two things aren't related. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. I didn't understand Tristan's angle. Like, oh, let's tell everybody it's this exclusive wedding. Why? Yeah. No, you're right. It doesn't make sense. And don't marketers hire influencers? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I think the idea here is like a brand can pay a marketing company to create an ad campaign or they can pay an influencer a third and they're going to create their own like influencer campaign sure and they're going to do their own photo editing and their own photography on their own hair and makeup and you don't have to pay for all of mm-hmm. that i think in this case they're at odds but i don't think they fully understood what a marketer does as opposed to what an event planner does right and that's why i was saying like i kind of like the angle of that little particular like Go with that. They did it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I like that angle too. And it's funny because we, over the holiday break, did a review of a previous Jen Lilly movie, Mingle All the Way, which is about an app that doesn't age well because this sort of thing is very timely. Mm -hmm. And so it would be interesting to see how well this ages. It won't. You know, she's got like her Instagram feed and her Pinterest feed and she's constantly doing this, that, and the other. And in a couple years, who knows? Yeah, that's funny. It's just going to get shelved somewhere. Right? We're going to be like, eh. It's not going to be a timeless movie. No. No, no, no. Okay, the last thing I did like about this movie, there were a couple of really funny LOL lines for me. Okay. And it was when they were all sitting at the dining room table and they were ragging on Max so hard about her cooking. cooking. (laughs) I thought it was really funny. I thought that felt very genuine. I did. I did like that their laughter and their jokes that felt like, Oh yeah. You've had to eat her terrible cooking. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, that was funny. Well, my biggest wish was a better understanding. Wait, are we talking about wishing now? Well, you said that was the last thing you liked. That was my like, okay, am I sorry? Go ahead. You can talk about your wishes. Oh, so my transition was so smooth. And then... okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> my biggest wish as we discussed was the writers having a better understanding of Mac's job. But my second biggest wish is that Tristan would cut 50% of the girls out of his vocabulary. It's almost to the point that I think it's problematic. Yeah. If it's an actor's choice, fine. If it was Uh a writing choice, I dislike it. Yes. Because I think they were trying to make him a caricature of somebody. Exactly. Yes, that's so perfectly well said. And I agree. Here's something I wished for. I thought it was almost too over the top with how much they were like harping on Mac about her being on her phone. Yes. Yes. I'm like, she's working. People use their phones. She took two weeks off to come help, help you plan your wedding at the very last minute. Leave her alone. Right? And this I, is- it, it might just be like a personal gripe because yes. like I hear it yes. a lot too, but Same. like, and that's why like when I'm with my people, like with you or whatever, like we can just be on our phones and it's not like a, thing yes. but like when we're around family and they're like you're always on your phone like like this is how i conduct business hey I, I said so tired of the look up from your phone bs mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Here's the uh, other thing I wish for. There was zero chemistry between Mac and Dylan. Zero. Yeah, I found them likable as like, oh, high school buddies who come together to help make this wedding happen for their friends. And, oh, she can appreciate him for what he's done for her dad. We're never going to get the Hallmark movie that allows us to acknowledge friendship love as a valuable happy ending. Right. But... I'm going to continue to hope for it because that would have been a nice ending here. I just thought, like, what does he see in her? She's so She never has a redemption until the last second. I mean, it is like the last five minutes she makes this beautiful thing happen. But she's awful over and over and over again. It's not even when she's standing in the bridal salon with her friend, forcing her to try on these hideous dresses and trying to talk her into this dress. That's why I was like, get the F out. Like if you and me were at a bridal salon and you were like, yeah, you need to wear this dress. You are not a friend. No, she came out in a dress that she loved. That's, that's it. The end. Not like, Oh, could you please let me take a picture and post it. And that moment with the dresses was the only one that kind of tied in with her marketing job because it's like oh i can be like a faux influencer if i get her into this dress right didn't make sense with the dj didn't make sense with any of the other stuff that happened are you ready for did you see that i am and some of it is did you see that and some of it's just complaints okay so is that actually a pot pie is that the saddest dinner you've ever seen Uh, white beige 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 there was nothing else on the plate (laughs) everyone had a slice of beige pie on their plate there was no salad or fruit or nothing a roll nothing no i mean and what do you serve with pot pie it is kind of like a meal because it has it's like a grain and it's a vegetable and it's a protein so i guess i don't know what you serve with pot pie but maybe put it on a not white plate they were just on these like solid plates with this sad piece of pie (laughs) put them on a smaller plate i don't know but it it looked like a very sad dinner um i actually don't remember looking at the pot pie but i remember the scene because i was like mm, pot pie sounds good i know i do i i would eat a pot pie right now but the food styling left something to be desired in that scene okay this was happened at the very beginning mac and her friend they leave new york i don't know if they rented a car or what but they get in the car. I guess I wish you guys could see us. No, right I know. It felt like a video game. They're like, <laughs> she pulls into traffic, but she doesn't even like look over her shoulder or look at a mirror or anything. It just went like, that's she's not moving. I know. It's like digital screen. But you're a terrible actress if you can't do something that you probably do in a car all day long. It should be like muscle memory at this point. You're going to look over your left shoulder to see if there's traffic coming. I mean, mm-hmm. before you pull onto a New York City street. <laughs> God, I can't stand these movies sometimes. So they have their bachelorette party campfire. Yes. And then the two friends get up <laughs> to go get water to put out the fire. Yes. Which is a gas fire. <laughs> Those are not logs that are burning. It is a gas tire pit. I thought that was so stupid. I was like, why wouldn't they just given them another excuse to get up so they could like talk alone? Seriously, like, oh, we're going to go get more drinks or we're going to go like, we need more marshmallows. Or speaking of marshmallows, you do not play Have I, Never, Have I, Ever, Whatever with the marshmallows. It's the saddest like get together (laughs) ever. Like, I'm not saying like get ham sandwich on shots, but like, come on. It's supposed to be a bachelorette, like. 
send off. Like, yeah. make it. Can they not do booze on TV? They know they can't. They should have had them drinking Hallmark wine and right. like eating marshmallows. Oh my God. I would just. <laughs> Imagine how terrible you would feel. No, and then they move. They're like, we got to move to s'mores for this one. I know. She's like, this is the seventh s'more I've eaten. And I was like, oh my god, I'd be like sick as a dog yeah. on the ground. No, thank you. I uh, that whole scene was like so sad. And then I was like, oh, are those two chicks in the wedding too? Nope, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't like bridesmaids or anything. Okay, but then they go to the bar and meet up with the dudes. And Olivia's dancing with her fiance Mac, and. Dylan are dancing mm-hmm. and then in the background the two friends are like dancing together did you see <laughs> they're like dancing like one spins the other god that's <laughs> just so like sad I can totally picture being in that moment where you like show up at the bar with your friends and like two of them have dates and like you and your other friend are like alright <laughs> I okay maybe but like also it's a bachelorette party like they couldn't like find some dudes to dance with at a bar okay there was the word foreclosure Stamped on an envelope? (laughs) You guys, if you get a foreclosure letter, it's from the bank and it's going to be in a bank envelope or your mortgage or whatever. Like urgent. Yeah, it's not going to have foreclosure. (laughs) Oh, and here's the other thing. Like, she was supposedly not supposed to have been home in 10 years. 10 years? You're not going to go see your dad. You live. It's not that far away. It's been 10 years since her mom died? They make some, yeah, they make some sort of, like, statement like that. So her dad has been coming to New York? Not a chance. She hasn't seen her dad in 10 years? No. Come on. Her dad who runs a farm and definitely can't get away? Right. Like, apparently by himself, plus Dylan. Uh, (laughs) Another thing is they would take these aerial shots of the farm. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't see any trees. It just looked, like, flat, like, (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what I don't understand. It's not a farm that you get maple syrup from maybe i don't know a forest a maple forest yeah i have no idea the only thing i know about maple syrup is i watched winter house which is on bravo yeah and luke if you guys watch summer house you guys know who luke is he taps this tree and that's the first time i've ever seen like i didn't know that's how you got maple syrup no freaking idea i had no idea so it felt fake when they were doing it in this movie Based on what I saw on Winter House. they were tapping an oak tree? <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know if they were tapping a maple tree at, in... Did on, syrup come out? I don't remember. I have no idea. Okay. D- does it just, like, pour out into those, like, jugs that they have hanging there? Well, I get the impression that it comes out slowly because they, like, hang them and walk away. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't know. My maple syrup harvesting knowledge. <laughs> I like it. I don't know anything about it. So multiple times they take totes of items and drop them off at the at the church it was like one point in the beginning where they drop off like some really hideous faux flowers yes 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 and then there's a later point where dylan and olivia's fiance whose name i forget sean is it sean i don't remember are dropping off items at the church it's the most random collection of shit in those totes someone's like bring me a tote from your garage so we can carry some shit into the church what are you bringing here to decorate it's like these half full, it doesn't even, there's, it doesn't even make sense. Like bring table linens or napkins or vases or candles or is, something that's not like random shit in a box. Is that where they were having the reception at too at the church? It did seem that way, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Cause Who the knows? DJ thrashed it. Okay. That, that's my other question is like, I didn't really understand why was the DJ at the church and holding a rave because his deal was that like this was his 
how he was going to promote. So this is what he goes. This is something about like, this is how I'll do it for free. I can have this other party. Excuse me. First of all, no DJ is playing a wedding for exposure, especially not a celebrity <laughs> DJ. And second of all, no DJ is now playing a second pre-party <laughs> as his quote payment for that free exposure. What? Like, please hire somebody who has any clue what's happening. My gosh, I will consult for free. It's so stupid. I have very little understanding of how the celebrity world works, but I can talk to you about influencers and who's doing stuff for free and who's not. I just did did not understand that at all. And she was so upset that they, like, defaced the tree or... What did they even do? They, like, put a heart around it? Yeah, something. I don't know. They weren't pissing on it. Like, I don't know. They took a selfie in front of it? I I don't know. You carved your initials in front of a tree. You don't (laughs) own it. Anything, anybody could come along and do something to it. It's not in your backyard. Uh, It's in a public place. Look, I really think we need to become script supervisors for Hallmark and tell them when this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Here is the last thing I have to say. Mac confronts Dylan. Right? And basically accuses him of like running her dad's business into the ground. And he's like, no, I think you misunderstand. And she was like huffs and puffs and walks away. And I was like, and he still loves her at the end. Like that's a huge accusation. This guy is shouldering the mortgage of the farm. And she was like, you're running my dad's farm into the ground. Ugh. Yeah. She sucked. Also, if you have a minor heart attack, you just have a doctor come give you a house call and say, like, you had a heart attack, stay in bed. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Can a doctor diagnose a heart attack from home? Like, don't they need some sort of angiogram or EKG or something? I don't know. He's got medicine. Just relax. Yeah, weird. So do you think she, is she going to now stay in that town and do what exactly? I don't know. Did she say what she was going to do? Is she going to become a maple influencer? Turn her marketing skills into... I was so glad this movie was over. I don't know. You know what is really funny? is like I was in the kitchen getting something, and then I heard that they're (laughs) rolling the credits. And I'm like, (laughs) ah, shit, I missed it. I had to go back and rewind it. I was like, I don't know what happened. This movie. Also, did you notice that weird bowling they were doing? No, I didn't. They were bowling with balls you hold in your hand. Like, Like bocce balls? Well, I looked it up. It's either they were either playing duck pin or candle pin. Both are played with much smaller balls. They have no holes in them. You hold them. Yes, similar to bocce ball. You roll it. I've never seen that. But before. not like finger holes. Yeah, I've never seen. No, I didn't really notice that. I got one more last. Yeah. Last, did you see that? And you are going to be the only one who can appreciate it. They get to town, and the first thing that they want to do is go drink a huge, giant ass chocolate milkshake. And I was like, Oh God, Megan and I. <laughs> would not be able to do anything after that <laughs> and i'm watching them drink it i'm just like oh we just need two so separate hotel rooms and the night off <laughs> <laughs> i know whenever they do that i'm like oh so sad okay guys hey this is just the beginning of no we gotta rate it shit in my new rating system well, I'm not changing my rating. I'm, I'm not. I'm not either. Well, okay. I already. Okay, whatever. What? You, what did you? Two stars. Say? Me too. Oh, which is a D. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I have to equate these things in my yeah. brain. I'm like, yeah. this was a ter- terrible, right? It was awful. 
Okay, I need you to go back and watch New Year's Resolution from 2021. <laughs> you, there have been so many movies that were worse than that movie. Okay, wait. I'm going to look at... Let me look on the Hallmark app and see if it's available. Yeah, I bet it's airing this week. It probably well, is. If you're new to the podcast, this is Wendy, and I hated a New Year's Resolution last year. Hated it. Hated it so much. It is replaying on January 6th. I'm going to rewatch it and give it another another try. Big... Big claims. This is the beginning of New Year, New Movies. And next week, I am looking forward to this, is The Wedding Veil, starring Lacey Chabert with special guests Autumn Reeser and yes. Allison Sweeney, because this is going to be a trilogy. Okay. So they are each going to get their leading lady moment. Sisterhood of the Traveling Veil, basically, right? Indeed. I have a problem, though. Okay. Because they're already promoting Love You Wary, but the two movies that go in this trilogy are going to be premiering in February. They are. Yes. Plus a rerun of the first one and one other new movie. Oh, well, guess what? That means you get a week off. Why didn't they just show them back to back to back? In February. Love Ever After is what it used to be called. That's what it was called. Yes. It's Love You Worry. I saw a commercial for it last night. Interesting. Now, just because they're promoting that now on January 3rd doesn't mean that's how it will be come February 1st. True, true. I am hoping that The Wedding Veil will be a redemption for Christmas at Castle Heart. They did Lacey Dirty in that movie. I really enjoy her. So I'm looking forward. I really enjoy the other two actresses, too. Me, too. So I hope, like, please be good. Please, please, please be good. Yeah. I'm hoping it's like a sister swap wedding veil situation. Like... Just something different. Yeah. Just different. Please be good. Please, please, please be good. I have high expectations. Me too. Mm. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you like this podcast, we would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review. You can do so in Apple Podcasts and in Spotify now. That's brand new information. And if you want even more from us, as always, you can sign up for our Patreon, starting at just $3 a month for bonus Hallmark content. Patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Have a great week. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) 